Hello and welcome to another coronavirus special episode of Freelance Party Broadcast. Today, Jess and I Hiya. are again recording from our houses. Jess, what's going on in your house today? It's a mental day here. Um, it's just Bear and I in the house. Bear is our massive, like, four-foot teddy bear. It's just us in the house today and God knows what we're going to get up to. Probably another house party, but we'll see. What about you? What's going on in... Any big plans for you today, Faye? <laughs> Well, my day is scheduled by my food. So obviously there's going to be plenty of snacks <laughs> and I'm really trying to work them off as well. So any moments I have, I've got like little hand weights that I'm just sat at my desk, like moving my arms up and down and things when I'm like in between calls and in between jobs. So that at least I can work off my snacks. <laughs> That's quite good because I'm definitely missing our snack drawer at work. So <laughs> I'm pleased that you've got the snacks. Today, we are going to be joined by PR specialist Lucy Werner, who's the author of Hype Yourself, best name for a book, Hype Yourself, a no-nonsense PR toolkit for small businesses. Hi, Lucy. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you on. So where are you calling us from today? (laughs) I am sat in my garden office in East London. I've actually, we invested the money that was supposed to be spent on our bathroom on a garden office last year when my partner joined the business. Um, So we've got a nice colourful office. So I'm away from little people and him right now. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Those that can't see, the office actually looks incredible. There's so many different colours and all like arrays of books all behind her as well. It's so much better than Jess and I are like playing backgrounds. (laughs) Yeah, well, I moved two cushions into shot on our video chat so that it didn't look too boring. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. But Lucy, you seem to do so much, especially now that you're an author. So how would you explain all that you do? It's a big question. Um, It changes quite a lot. So when I summarise it, I say I do PR and design for startups. But if I was to really drill down, I guess I do a mixture of consultancy for clients I do a lot of coachings, like one-to-one hour sessions with people who might suddenly have a problem with a launch or need help writing a press release or finding journalist contacts. I do a lot of um, free teaching and coaching off the back of the book, which is also just to sort of point people that, look, you can learn to do publicity for yourselves. And I do a lot on social media as well. I give out a lot of free advice. And at the moment, during this current situation, I go live on Instagram every day at midday to share small business stories, business pivot ideas, just sort of positive PR to inspire people. Because I think as small business owners, we're scared to talk at this time. And I'm trying to encourage people to keep doing that. Definitely. I mean, like at this time of uncertainty, a lot of us are reaching out for positivity. So Instagram is amazing for that. I mean, there's people that are doing their like live sessions and things for fitness and things. So it's nice to have something around PR and press as well. Yeah, I mean, what I talk about is quite niche. But then I think my audience are either all like freelancers or self-employed small business owners. And they know that essentially when they're on my feed, I'm either going to be giving them like brand building tips or sort of publicity advice. So I try and kind of always have it under that umbrella to just kind of basically help people to hype themselves, which is like the book title. I love that. What's your Instagram handle for the listeners? It's um, at Wern Chat. So my name's obviously like Lucy Werner and Wern was like my nickname and I'm always quite chatty. So it was like a Wern, Wern Chat. 
Um, and that's the same handle across like all my social media feeds as well. But yeah, I think it's never been more important to be hyping yourself. I think when I wrote the book, it was a joke that um, you don't need a self-help book for your business. You need a self-hype book. I think it's never been more relevant that we need to be self-hyping. People just need to learn how to do it. It's, it's crucial. That's so interesting. So today, um, we're going to talk about how freelancers can use this time to work on their PR or communicate with their clients a bit better. Um, and that's my first question, really. How can freelancers or small business owners talk to their clients and set realistic expectations at the moment? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think ultimately, we need to be speaking more than we ever have and being honest. Like We are all in the same situation for the first time ever. So it's not this is something that's happened to my parents or this is something that's happened to my child and you have to sort of fumble over what it is that's going on and you have to hide it. We are all trapped in our own houses. So we are all able to communicate on a level that we've never been able to before. And we're all scared, you know, as much as we're all optimistic, whether our businesses are doing well or we're struggling, we are all in a very scary time right now. So just being open and honest and ultimately communicate, communicate, communicate. Just keep talking. If you can't deliver, that's okay. Just explain why. People are going to understand. So yeah, ultimately, just keep talking and being honest about what's going on. And because we're in, like you were saying, this unprecedented time. So yeah, just keep relating to each other. That's really interesting. I think at the minute there, there is that we all need to just work together as well. And I think freelancers, the, uh, the, some of the worst affected because they don't get that safety blanket that other people have and yeah we see these announcements about um what the self-employed will get but that's not for ages yet freelancers seem to be the the ones who are cancelled the quickest because companies can't afford them anymore and I think that must be so difficult at the minute yeah I think it really is and one of the things that I always sort of say to people is that people do buy into people it's the human interest side of the story so actually sharing a bit of your journey it's never been more crucial because that is ultimately what people are going to be connecting with so I think there's an element of not just pushing your product or your service but actually sharing a bit of yourself because that's going to help people to know what you're about and to emotionally connect with you. So what would you recommend for people to do for their PR in the next few weeks to make this time as productive as possible? I mean, you've touched on the fact that we're all kind of on the same wavelength, so we should be using that to our advantage. But what else can they do? And um, There's a couple of sort of easy things that I would point out. So firstly, in the 16 years I've done publicity, I've never ever seen so many requests from journalists who want to interview people who are self-employed, freelance or small business owners. It is saturated out there. And I'm seeing some small business owners or freelancers who are getting on TV and that is translating into sales in the next hour that's allowing them to pay rent or pay their staff. The media really is backing the small business person right now. So a few easy hacks for free. Um, Twitter has a hashtag called journo request. Please search that hashtag on Twitter. You'll see journalists doing call outs there. So you hijack that. 
another thing to look at is the breaking news. So um, at the time of recording yesterday, we saw Rishi talking about the self-employment package that was available. And off the back of that, I immediately, across all the platforms that I'm subscribed to as a publicist, saw people requesting information of how this was negatively affecting people, how it was positively affecting people. Places like this morning, we're looking at paid for um, case studies. People like the Metro are paying people to do real-life articles. The real opportunity to basically use what is happening, and it's called newsjacking when you basically like hijack the news to talk about something and how it's affecting you, which kind of leads to my next point. Is obviously the next question I inevitably get asked is, how do you find the contact details of those people? So I think now is a really good time with the space that you've got to think about what publications you want to be in and where your audience is. So for me, you know, I'm a London-based small business owner. I might be looking at who on the Evening Standard is talking about what's affecting small business owners. The journalist name will be there. They inevitably are on Twitter. Twitter is the social media platform for contacting journalists. Yesterday, somebody asked me if she could message a journalist on Instagram. My advice would be not really. That is, tends to be the kind of personal zone. But Twitter is very much a work tool. It's where lots of breaking news happens. So I wouldn't worry about sending a DM or contacting a journalist on Twitter as your mechanic. Equally, when you're reading the news online or in print, and it has the name of that journalist, on that Contact Us page, it will normally have the address handle of that journalist. Places like the BBC or other places have a generic, you know, this is how you can contact us, email address. Um, yeah, so you know, with a bit of intelligent Googling, you can normally find that information. And then point number three, with my easiest sort of tip, and this is across the board, whether there's a pandemic or not, the letters or the comment and opinion pages of the national newspapers are always looking for fresh content every day. If you look in any newspaper on the letters page, it's so rare that A, there's not many enough women doing it. So female freelancers in particular definitely need to jump on this. I've seen so many journalists asking for it. But in general, small business owners are agile and so are able to react quickly to what's happening. So it's a really great way if you want to say, I've been in the Financial Times, submitting a letter in to the letters page is a great hack just in general to do that. And last but not least, radio. People like LBC News, Talk Radio, they are booking guests 24-7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I think arguably the way it's affecting the self-employed and freelancers is completely different because we don't have the safety support of PAYE workers. So moving forwards, there's a lot of opportunity for us to be commenting on how it's affecting us and getting our story out there. I think what you said about the emails for journalists is so interesting because I just normally, if I can see that someone from the BBC, that's a bad example, it's quite obvious, but the BBC has put their email address online and it's first name dot last name at bbc.co.uk, you know that every other journalist there is going to have the exact same email, but with their first name and last name. Um, and I, I, I use that if I'm pitching an article somewhere. I always just think, right, well, this is likely to be their email address. And nine times out of 10, you can get it right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are obviously examples where sometimes like they might have two people of that name. So it's actually got an initial of their middle name in or something like that. But as a general rule of thumb, you can sort of find it online. And I just think if you are responding to something that's happened to the news and it's relevant and you're talking about these topics a lot anyway, they will notice it and come to you too. 
Yeah, so is it important, especially during this time, to be tweeting your opinions and experiences more so than ever? Yeah, definitely. I think you need to be vocal and it's it is a hard thing. I'm a publicist and even I at first when this happened sort of went, oh, I'm going to just hide um, <laughs> because I felt really awkward about telling people to publicize themselves at this time. But if I didn't tell people how to publicize themselves, then the whole chain sort of breaks because that is what ultimately what I do is help small businesses to publicize themselves. And this is the time that they need my help the most. So I think for any small business owner, Again, like we said, like whether you're struggling or not, you need to be talking about what is happening to you and the effect that it's having on your business. Kind of coming off that, a lot of people are still selling their services on Twitter, but there's definitely mixed reactions to that. Some say that we should stop selling our services at the moment, whereas others, and I think I'd put myself in this camp, would say that you just have to keep going. And as long as you're sensitive to what other people might be going through, it's fine. What's your view on that? I think it's just taking a step back and looking at the tone of voice that you're using and also just how appropriate it is, right? So those corner shops that are hijacking the prices of hand sanitizer, not cool. Don't promote that. I don't want to see that. No one wants to see that behavior. If you are a children's toy maker and you're giving a load of free downloads all the time on how you can entertain your kids at home, but you also need to make some money. So you want to sell maybe the top five toys that you've got that can help keep your child entertained I think if you're doing that in a tasteful way that's okay I think it's also just not that whole I'm doing an exclusive offer there's only five left you should get it now 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 I think it's not hijacking on fear and aggressive sales tactics I think it's just being honest saying things like you know I'm a freelance artist I'm worried about what the government said about this, you know, at this time. So I've decided I'm going to be making a coloring book to you know, help you keep yourself calm and reduce anxiety at this time. Here's a link to my coloring book, you know, doing it in a kind of tasteful way. Right. Okay. That is interesting. I think you're absolutely right. As long as it's tasteful, then I, I don't see a problem. We all need to still make some money at the minute. <laughs> Completely agree. But I also think as well, there are some companies that they're trying to come across like they're helping but it can be perceived as being insensitive because of course I mean for example like advertisement sales and things like that a lot of people are being hounded for those at the moment through companies because to the advertiser they're thinking okay we want to help you get your message across but to that person it may be is now the right time to be contacting me about that yeah, I think one, a really good example is uh, Faye and I's colleague, Toby, got some emails that was like, now's a great time to take a flight. <laughs> and it's like, uh, no, it's really not. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think people need to, if they are pre-programming their social media content, need to just be taking a quick stock of that. And it might be that you need to totally rewrite how you message yourself. But just sort of take the time to do that and don't sort of write it and then send it out. Write it take a step back and then like, reflect on it and then do it. And if it doesn't feel right, speak to some of the other people in the community. I think the one thing that is great about the freelance community is we all do sort of stick together through various groups. So just sort of find your clan and, and run it past them. If you're not sure, get other people to kind of give you a viewpoint as a litmus test. That's a really good point. Just maybe if you're not sure, just get someone to give it a quick proof and check it's not completely insensitive (laughs) 
So I think your book, Hype Yourself, a no-nonsense PR toolkit for small businesses, is a really great thing to read at the moment, especially because freelancers have more downtime now more than ever. So what do you think makes it so popular and how can you hype yourself? So the book is actually sort of my passion project for four years and I suddenly realized that I just needed to do it so January last year whilst I was pregnant like nothing kind of motivates me like a second trimester I was like right I'm going to get a book deal and I did a book proposal challenge and at the end of it I won won my book deal and I was like right I have got six months to get this book out before my baby comes so I kind of spent the whole of 2019 writing it and the latter half of 2019 doing the pre-prep for it. And actually myself um, had my own kind of personal circumstances going on in January, which meant it was launched on January the 9th. And then on January the 15th, I had to take my baby in for open heart surgery. So I had my own crisis, very similar to kind of, I think what a lot of people are feeling now and that level of anxiety of like everything just had to stop. I, can't, I had no, couldn't do any live events, couldn't speak to anybody. So I've basically been using Instagram as my tool, um, my billboard, if you like, to promote the book. So I've done lots of parody photos, lots of um, mock-ups of big typical PR stunts that I would have done if I had endless budget, like floating it down the Thames or launching it into space um, and various things like that to kind of encourage people that you don't need to have these big budgets to promote and even just sort of sat stuck in with your Instagram, you can still be promoting your business. So weirdly, what's happening right now is it's not too dissimilar to the sort of circumstances I found myself in a couple of months ago. And it really was an answer to people who were coming to me saying, I have no idea how to do PR. And rather than booking a one-to-one hours consultancy with me, it's everything I know about how to do it in a book. And it's split into four chapters. So the first half of the book is all strategy. So getting your planning right, who your target audience is, why you should be doing PR in the first place. And then it kind of looks at what you need in your toolkit. Because people, I think, often start rushing out to media and then they don't have any of the things they need, like a bio or a headshot, which are things you're instantly going to be asked for if you do get any promotional opportunities. And then the latter half is kind of all the creative ideas and tactics and the actual, this is how you write an email, this is what you should be writing, this is how you find a journalist. So yeah, it's kind of my my Bible to people of how to get yourselves out there without paying a big PR agency fee. That sounds brilliant. And, and what, what feedback have you had from um, self-employed people, freelancers about it? I've had some really lovely wins. I mean, lots of people have said they've enjoyed it, but for me, it's the people who actually use it. So last week, um, there was a girl called Cat Food Cakes. He's a, she's a self-employed cake maker. And she managed to get herself on the BBC and the coverage from being on the BBC has basically been able her to keep her shop open, even though she's using the bakery part and not the shop front at this time. I know other people who've got themselves booked onto radio from the tips I've given. Um, other people have managed to get themselves a guest column. I saw one of my readers was in the Metro last week. She's um, called BP3 underwear so she basically makes underwear for incontinent people which actually like if you've given birth or you're a slightly elder lady like 
this is quite a um, topical sort of garment that we all need. And it's not, she knows it's not that sexy, but she's just trying to get people talking about it. And she managed to spin it by talking about her quarantine routine with her foster children with a plug to the business within that. So there's sort of lots of creative ways that people are using the book to promote themselves and then plug their business, which is ultimately what I was trying to get people to do. So it's been really, really like lovely and heartwarming. Oh, that's so nice. And to be honest, it's, it's a, the perfect time to get reading because we've not got much else to do. And if you've got some downtime, if clients are cancelling and stuff, then you've, you can just read a book that is going to make, you know, the time after this period a bit more profitable and well I think lots lots of people do say they don't have time to work on their PR strategy and actually just sitting there and thinking about what are your business goals and who are you trying to reach and how are you doing that and just spending a few hours on that piece of work in some quiet time is definitely worthwhile Um, but equally the bookshops the independent bookshops are really struggling at this time as well so it's great if you're lots of local independent bookshops I've seen at this time are doing delivery services still so even if you can't get it now like ordering from your independence and supporting your local high street is a lovely thing to do so where can you get the book can you get the book on Amazon I mean you can currently but obviously they're so busy that they're removing kind of stock of non-essential items so it's there for now I don't know if it will be in a few weeks time but you can definitely get it from places like foils foils has been going for 117 years and it's still doing online orders um, you can get it from Wardstones or WH Smith or yeah just have a google of your local independent and try and see if they can order it in for you and keep them going because Amazon probably doesn't really need our money right now fair enough <laughs> I think it's great, though, the fact that, I mean, you touched on the fact that if people have spare time, (laughs) and I think it's very much necessary that now we do have a lot of time on our hands. So taking it back to the strategy and like just taking this time is a blessing to just rethink about how you're working with your business. And I think also it'll be nice to just read in general (laughs) because a lot of people are reading now because they do have the downtime. So why don't you kill two birds with one stone and have a read in your spare time but also just think about how you've been doing business and how you can just tailor it to I don't know get better I think this is the other thing about why we're seeing so many journalist requests for small business owners is we're all reading the news I think 23 million of us tuned in or something to like Bojo's live conference when he was talking about full lockdown because we're all getting like the breaking news alerts And when we're on the BBC News app, we're then scrolling through to see, oh, what's this long read about? What's this about? So the journalists right now are really busy, constantly trying to create more clickbait. And that includes positive stories or business innovations or business twists, how you're working, how you're working at home with your partner, where you're working from that's different. Like all these kind of things that people might not even be thinking about, like people who've been doing DIY hacks to their house on a low budget or creative ways to entertain yourself, how you're connecting with your friends and family at this time, you know, all these kind of things. This isn't just going to be for the next week. This is going to be for the next few months. So they're going to need a constant stock of content about this sort of stuff. So yes, real opportunity out there at the same time as obviously something that is quite serious. Oh, that is so, so helpful. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for this time, Lucy, but it's been fantastic having you on. 
listeners you'll be able to find a lot of information in the show notes below and on freelance corner thanks for listening to freelance party broadcast join freelance corner the online platform for the uk's freelancers at freelancecorner.co.uk subscribe on the apple podcast app spotify or wherever you get your podcast from please like share and leave us a review and let us know what we should quiz an expert on next time thank you so much lucy thanks for having me